Not enough people in Mississippi work. Out of every 100 working-age adults in our state, 46 are not in the labour market. Nearly half of working-age Mississippians are not in formal employment, and they aren't actively looking for employment either. At the same time, there are a record number of jobs available. According to the US Bureau of Labour Statistics in October last year, there were 80,000 unfilled jobs in this state. Not only are there lots of jobs available in Mississippi, but according to new research, a record number of people are now moving to Mississippi to take up those opportunities. 2022 saw a net inflow of 12,000 often young people coming into our state from primarily Tennessee, Louisiana, Alabama, Texas and Florida. A combination of labour market deregulation, inward investment and tax cuts seems to be transforming Mississippi for the better. Our state is no longer a place that people leave. It's somewhere people move to in search of new opportunities. What can we do to ensure that more people in Mississippi take full advantage of those job opportunities that are already here? It's not enough to talk about more opportunity. With 80,000 job vacancies right here, right now, the opportunities to work are all around us. The issue is, why are some folk not taking advantage of the opportunities that exist? Some have suggested we need to hire more career counsellors, for example. I'm certain that career counsellors in high schools do a wonderful job. But if that's the only policy solution, I suspect labour force participation is going to stay low. If we're going to increase workforce participation, we need to ask some difficult questions about welfare. Does welfare create disincentives against work? Mississippi has a population of nearly 3 million people. Approximately 1 in 5, 19%, live below the poverty line. That is, the minimum income needed to get by with the bare essentials. The way in which the myriad of assistance programmes impact the half million plus people on or below the poverty line matters, and it needs to be properly understood if we're going to improve workforce participation. Welfare programmes can have unintended consequences. And one of those unintended consequences is the creation of so-called benefit cliffs. A benefit cliff is what happens when someone loses benefits if their income increases and the benefits outweigh the additional income earned. Given the maximum income thresholds allowed, we know, for example, that if someone's monthly income went from $400 a month to $410 a month, an increase of only $10, they would no longer qualify for some temporary assistance programs. If your income rose above $1,200 a month, you would lose the right to claim Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, or SNAP. When your income per person goes over $19,000 a year, you may no longer qualify for Medicaid. Take into account the different benefit cliffs, and you can find that there's actually a powerful set of disincentives against work. Even if a person was notionally better off when holding down a 35-hour-a-week job, the time and effort it would take for a relatively modest increase in income might leave some people feeling having a job is just not worth it. It's been suggested that benefits don't just create a problem of cliffs, but of straightforward dependency. Some point out that, for example, those on food stamps are not generally those hovering on the edge of the labour market, but full-time welfare dependents. Now, there may be some truth in that. So what should the solution be? What should we do about it? The answer to benefit cliffs is not to increase welfare payments in order to iron out the so-called disincentives. It's to institute more stringent work requirements for those on welfare programmes. In Arkansas, under Sarah Huckabee Saunders, anyone that fails to accept a suitable job within five days of being offered one, or who fails to show up for job interviews without notice, can now lose their benefits. 
If we're serious about increasing workforce participation in Mississippi, we may well need to implement something similar.